This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you. We'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all, I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm James Madison. I don't usually give financial advice, but right now might be a prime time to invest in racism. That's right, boy. Racism stock is going to boom in the next in the next market cycle. Black Lives Matter record nine million dollar deficit in 2022, but still paid millions to execs. Tax docs have shown. Oh, buddy, boy, that's right. The end of Black Lives Matter is most likely on the horizon. Now, everyone with me, knock on some wood. Don't want to bring that to the universe just to have it reneged on us. Reneged last minute. Almost had a little Freudian slip there. Sorry, this episode got me in a giddy-ass mood. Now, personal little ditty here. I remember I was in high school. It's, uh... Oh, that, uh... Hands up, don't shoot was a thing. And there is this girl. We'll call her... What's a white girl named Claudia? We'll call her Claudia. Right? Claudia, that's a good white girl name. You don't really see this, hear that name around anymore. Anyway, I had a uh, I had a, a, a black lady running my all-star driver's ed program, my little driver local driver school thing. Now, <laughs> they were talking to me about Black Lives Matters, and I'm you know, if you know my content, you probably uh, can tell I was watching Filthy Frank. Old, all the old edgy fucking content back on fucking YouTube. And Mark Dice and a bunch of other fucking people. Crowder for years, you know. So I was kind of you know, like, yeah, fuck Black Lives Matter. It's a scam. And I told this chick, she's like, because she went around, she made these little fucking black ribbon pins. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little, little, little ribbon loop things, with like the safety pin through it. And she went around handing out black ones. And I asked her who died. And she goes, Trayvon Martin. And I just handed her back the pin. And I was like, I don't want that, but thanks. Because you know, you want to be a dick. You know, plus I'm a hormonal teenager. And a blonde chick just handed me a fucking pin. So you know, I want to be nice. For reasons. Don't think too hard about it. I was a teenager. I was like, I don't know, I'm good, but thanks. She turns around and goes, ah, whatever the fuck the driver's ed teacher's name was. He doesn't care about black lives. And I was just like, Pfft. I started fucking chuckling. And that's all I did for the next about three and a half minutes was just sit there fucking chuckling. And the teacher asked what I thought was so fucking funny. And I just looked at her and I looked at Claudia and I said, Black Lives Matter is a fucking scam. It's not real. The fucking president's black, dog. 
What are you fighting for? And I got kicked out of class. That should really put it in perspective, because I always talk about this. The first Black Lives Matters riot happened under Barack Obama. Ferguson happened under Obama. And it wasn't like close to 2016. It was 2013. 2013, 2014. So, you know, we had a few years before the orange typhoon came into the scene. Fucking good goddamn diddly riddance. Rest in piss, you fucking Marxists. Now let's just have a victory lap together, shall we? For May 24th. And it was updated. Black Lives Matter ended the year with a nearly $9 million deficit. How do you fuck this grift up? It was a self-milking grift. People would just give you money. Like, would just give you fucking money. Corporate America, random dumb Joe Schmoes on the fucking streets, retarded schmucks. All these assholes were just giving you fucking money. You didn't do anything. You didn't build schools. You didn't build communities. You didn't build a fucking playground. You didn't even feed, you didn't even do a fucking hot dog fun fair. You didn't even do a fucking ice cream social for fuck's sake. You raked in millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and paid your nepotism-ass network of family members who worked for you millions of dollars. You also paid fucking trannies to dance and gyrate with you. You bought million-dollar fucking mansions. And you did what? George Floyd's daughter isn't going to college because you gave her money. It's because people started to go fund me. And even then, yeah. On top of all this horse shit... It's just, it's mind-boggling. You have a money just handed to you with no taxes attached to it. Nothing. You even forced me to donate to you. Now, you might be wondering, James, what do you mean they forced you to donate to them? If you're an American, you do realize you donate to them too, right? Simple Google search will tell you it all. Over 10 million in grants to black-led frontline organizations. Over 13 million in grants to Black Lives Matter chapter, nearly 13 million in grants to Impact Family Foundations, and 3 million of STEMI COVID relief funds giving. So, folks, what does this mean? This means the federal government was giving millions and millions and millions of your dollars, hand over fist, to Black Lives Matter. Now, where does the federal government receive its money from, folks? Let me ask you. Let me let you think about it, because you should know the answer by now. Do, 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 Boop. Got the answer? It's your paycheck, your shopping, your kids, your mothers, your fathers, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your lovers, your best friends, your best friends' families, your best friends' dear uncle, aunts, acquaintances. They all are having their money stolen from them, and for years, and for years, the federal government, and this includes, now, under Joe Biden, the money was fucking exorbitantly given no hand over fist, but remember, they got two extra fat stimulus checks from Donald Trump during the COVID pandemic. As much as I like the guy, I'm not blind to the bullshit. Now... They funded the federal government, including Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They actively were giving money to a terrorist organization that was out there murdering Americans, 
actually inspiring acts of violence, telling people to go commit acts of violence directly. People have been executed in the streets, people wearing little red baseball caps beaten and bludgeoned. Entire cities burned, including Washington, D.C. was set on fucking fire. All in the name of Black Lives Matter. And our federal government gave them money. Now, it's nothing new here. I mean, our government always gives money to our enemies. Ukraine, China, any number of terrorist cell groups out in the Middle East that we trained, funded, equipped, left arms for. Our, our federal government loves to give money to groups and agencies that want to see you and I suffering. Keep that in mind, folks. Now let's get back into this. So now that you know, if you're an American, that you were forced to give a lot of... <laughs> just think about how much financial struggle, how many financial struggles you've had over the last, let's just say, since 2020 to now. Hmm? Just think about that. 2020 to now. Think about all the financial struggles you've had. Job losses, deaths, funerals, weddings, new kids, car insurance payments, inflation, the Biden economy, or as I call it, the Let's Go Brandon economy. Black Lives Matter founders were sleeping in mansions in gated, fenced white communities while people who supported the these very founders' causes were burning down quiet blue-collar neighborhoods across America. Good riddance. Fuck you all. Burn in hell, Patrice Cullors. Burn in hell, Black Lives Matter. And quite frankly, George Floyd, you fentanyl-loving junkie, fuck you too. Trayvon Martin, shoplifting piece of shit. Look, I'm not saying... George Floyd shouldn't have died over a $20 bill, and it's a good thing he didn't because he died of a fentanyl overdose. And as for Trayvon Martin, guess what? He pulled a f he was pulling shit out of his fucking pocket and resisting arrest and got in a fucking fight and reached for a gun and got fucking capped. Oops. And everybody said, look at this white guy who killed a black guy. The security guard was fucking Mexican. Like, the whole situation from the very beginning. Using bad... And it's like, why couldn't you pick anyone else? Why did Black Lives Matters constantly have to fucking pick the worst of the fucking worst to throw their hats behind? Like, they couldn't pick anyone. They, they, they couldn't just pick a, 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 a black kid killed in some gang violence and police refusing to investigate that. They had to pick fentanyl addicts, drug dealers, rapists, wife beaters. Like, what the fuck? It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. This is why an organization that was supposed to stop racism only created more racism. And I'll tell you why. They wanted to. It's not a, a fucking surprise they, they, they picked the, the most fucking Dave Chappellean crackheads as their fucking... Ooh, Chappellean. That's a nice phrase. It's not. It's no surprise they pick the most Chappellian and Boondocks-like characters as their martyrs. It's because they want stir racism. They want people to hate black people. They want black people to hate white people. All while the all while the political machine hates all people, regardless of race. But if you have race in this, it's just another part of, of divide and conquer. But. The reason BLM was so interested in stirring up race, race and fucking hate was because it kept their pockets fat. A good nonprofit should work to put itself out of business. But none of them do. None of them just close up one day and move out of town. Because they gotta keep the problems going. 
Ah, while still paying, uh, Black Lives Matter ended last year with a $9 million deficit while still paying out millions to organizers as well as relatives of the controversial co-founder Patrice Cullors. Coolers. Text documents posted online show that BLM Global Network Foundation ended the financial year uh, in the red to the tune of $8,559,748. And some sense, I imagine. The filings show that the nonprofit record revenue of $8.5 million. How? 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 Roughly half of the more than $17 million it spent. The deficit is made even more extreme given that the previous year it actually increased its piggy bank, earning nearly $42 million after expenses. Live your money was in there. The financial hit also left the group with $30 million in assets down. Nearly $11.75 million from where it started in the financial year. That means it has spent two-thirds of the $90 million it raised, which Colors, who quit over earlier financial scandals uh, highlighted by the Post, previously dismissed it, dismissed it as white guilt money. Fuck off. Fuck off. No, people started asking her, what happened is Candace Owens showed up this bitch's fucking property, and she fled. She freaked the fuck out. And then... Lawyers started getting involved because, uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Candace Owens. Someone unearthed information, gave it over to investigators that actually prompted, like, local authorities to start trying to launch their own investigation. And then Patrice Keller suddenly quit, saying, well, BLM just wasn't being transparent. They just weren't being transparent with what was happening with their funds. It's like, get, get fucking real. Despite the, uh, dis- Despite the crunch, millions of dollars were paid to companies with close ties to the group, including one owned by uh, Simeon Yak Bowers. These stupid fucking names. Who replaced Colors when she quit. Yeah, but here's the thing. Tons of Colors' family still work there. And still, as far as I know, do. On top of all that goofiness, her brother is still the head of their security. An independent auditor's review of the previous two years also posted online showed that Bowers... Uh, Bowers Company was paid a staggering $1.69 million for management and consultant services. Nepotism. A sister organization, Black Lives Matter's Grassroots, previously accused Bowers of blazing a path of uh, irreparable harm to Black Lives Matters and siphoning millions to his firm, actually. Since this episode's running a bit long in the tooth, I'm going to leave these two links in the description below. The movement has been hijacked. A Black Lives Matter leader quits over a public school platform. This was because money was stripped from donations to a BLM school fund. Patrice Cullors and a bunch of top execs that remained unnamed just start skimming right off the top of it. Over here, Black Lives Matter exec accused of stealing $10 million in lawsuits. This goes into how Black Lives local chapters were not getting paid. What's this? Totality of the... Oh, that's 13 minutes. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave a link to this in the description below. Local chapters of BLM were holding these big, lavish fucking fundraisers. Big fundraisers. And then BLM, the main one, would be like, oh, yeah, 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 we're gonna go divvy up these funds and we'll make sure you get yours. Then they'd leave. Take all the money with them. And that local chapter was fucking high and dry. 
after it put all of its money it raised into organizing this, this big elaborate event. Black Lives Scammed. BLS, bitch. Black Lives Scammed. Ah. You can only sit back and laugh. I mean, if you if my tax dollars didn't go into paying these fuckers, I would be laughing a lot harder. There's a level of me that's just going to be angry forever at that. They paid for trannies to dance on black people's laps. Do I still get into heaven for that? Like, it's my fault, almost. Anyway, a sister's organization, Black Lives Matter Grassroots, uh, blazed the path of irreparable harm to BLM and siphoning millions to his firm. And, quote, instead of using the donations for its intended purposes, Miss Miss Bauer, Mr. Bauer, diverted these donations to his own coffers. The group claimed in a lawsuit. Board members of Daniel E. Elwards also owned a firm which, quote, was paid $1,063,500 for consulting services. The auditor's review said, Color's graffiti artist brother, who had no background in security other than getting his ass beat by mall cops. Uh, Color's graffiti artist brother, and that's putting it mild, let's put it very generously. That should be a tax deductible claim there, calling him an artist. Paul Color's was the only current uh, salaried employee last year. Oh, okay, so people had left or gotten fired. All right, used to be a lot more of a family working there. Getting nearly $125,000 with a $15,000 in other compensation for unspecified security. But a security firm, Black Ties, LLC, was paid way more handsomely, getting $753,300 similar to what it was paid in the previous financial year. The auditor's review noted, quote, a sibling from the sibling of the former executive director owned a security company and protection owned a security and protection company which was paid one million six hundred and two thousand one hundred and eighty five thousand dollars in security services the document shared by the new mexico attorney general's office uh were the first to reveal but were first revealed by the washington free beacon an outlet i usually find myself overlooking oddly enough not for any particular reason, I just don't find myself reading them very often. Quote, while Patrice Cullors was forced to resign due to changes of using BLM's funds for her personal use, it looks like she's still keeping in the family. Like she's still keeping it all in the family. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Paul Kaminer. Uh, uh, an attorney for the National League and Policy Center watchdog group told the Free Beacon BLM also agreed to pay $600,000 to an unidentified former board member's consulting firm, quote, in connection with a contract dispute, the Free Beacon noted. Former managing director Kaylee Scales, stupid fucking name, again, these are all stupid fucking names, uh, got another, got uh, let's see, got the only other listed salary, nearly $115,000 for what was listed as ongoing severance payments. So she wasn't even at work. She wasn't doing anything. She was getting money for it. Why don't you just continue on like the national trend and just get on the fucking welfare system, sweetheart? I mean, come on. 
You're already stealing my fucking money and not doing a goddamn thing for it in the first place. Why not just keep doing what y'all do any fucking way? Yes, I understand that there are poor uh, white people in there, but like the most minuscule fucking number. I'm not saying it's good. I think all social welfare in this country should absolutely be rolled back and absolutely, if not completely stripped or like almost removed and fucking entirely, in my opinion. Why should the taxpayers pay for anyone who won't work? If you can prove that you have an absolute medical disability where you can't work by any means, deal. But, uh, I'm sorry. A heroin addiction is not a fucking disability. It's not. Being trans is not a fucking disability. Having TikTok Tourette's isn't a fucking disability. You guys are a bunch of goofy fruitcakes who need to be fucking working real hard. Manual labor type shit. The five listed board members, including... Oh, so more people get paid. Uh, including Bowers, Edwards, and current leader Cecilia Gay. <laughs> Gay also reported getting no income from the group. Bullshit. Press X to fucking doubt. And by the way, this is just what's reported. <laughs> the Free Beacon noted how there was no mention of any payments to colors. Baby Daddy Damon Turner... For his company, Trap Heels, which was paid $969,000 in 2021. However, the outlet noted that charities are only required to disclose the names of their five highest compensated independent contractors. See what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Press X to doubt, boys. The names of their five biggest or their five highest compensated independent contractors in its filings, BLM said. Uh, it was, quote, working inside and outside of the system to heal the past, reimagine the present, and invest in the future, because way was Kangs and shit. Uh, let's see, reimagine the present, and invest in the future of black lives. Through policy change, investing in our companies, our communities, and commitment to arts. Arts isn't uh, a marketable trade to get into. None of this actually was in the first place. But arts, what a, what a fucking loosey goosey fucking retarded thing to fucking say. What a nice way to money launder. That's what all this is. You're just funneling money through people you know to get back in your pockets or back in everybody else's pockets. Like, what did these companies do with the money? Like, break down for me what exactly they did to earn this money. I, I, I'd love to fucking know the breakdown. Quote. We are building a community of healing and nurturing ecosystems that support black communities impacted by oppressive structures and injustices, it says. Really? Alright, and we're right over here on my Rumble page for a little video I uploaded forever ago. So, uh, really, uh, care and investment in the community, huh? Let's see what that looks like. This is a compilation of just 2020 by itself, folks. Uh, turn your volumes down a little bit, like halfway of what they are right now, because it starts off with a smoke detector. So I don't want you to get your eardrums blown out. All right, folks, I'm going to turn my shit down. Let's go.
I think Obama was a mistake. Alright, folks. Let's get back into the article. Because we're almost done with this one, and then I got another one to get into. Not on this episode. Anyway, let's see. We are building community in he of healing and nurturing ecosystems. Yeah, right. Go fuck yourself. If left to your own devices, every Western civilized nation would look like the worst part of Haiti. I mean the place. Not the after place. I mean the place God doesn't look anymore. Allegedly, jokingly. I mean it's called Haiti. I there's always I always heard rumor stories about how like forever ago there was like a deal made with the devil and that's why it's named Haiti. I don't know how true that story is. Never looked into it, but it's always a fun little fable. BLM did not respond to the Free Beacons report and did not immediately respond to a message left by the post earlier Wednesday. Patrice Colors resigned from BLM uh, Grassroots Network Foundation, or uh, BLMGNF, in May 2021, a month after the Post revealed that she had gone on a $3.2 million real estate buying spree, snapping up properties in Los Angeles and the outskirts of Atlanta. She bought four mansions, four multi-million dollar mansions. Or at least, I think every one of them was a bare minimum, like a, like almost a million dollars to a million dollars. She denied that she used charity cash for her personal real estate purchases while complaining that financial disclosures were triggering. This fat, faggy bitch. Triggered. Whoa, I'm triggered. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off, you fat, lappy bitch. You want to know what's triggering? You want know triggering to you the most? I imagine when you get on the fucking scale and you look down and that thing says "to be fucking continued," and then you get off and you watch it slowly lift back out of the floor, and you think to yourself, "God damn, that that hole in the floor underneath my scale gets a little bit deeper every day." Fuck you, fat grease ball, fucking inverted color Peter Griffin looking bitch. You look like. The cancerous tumor on the back of that fucking white chick who pretended to be black all those years ago's ass. Dolezal. You look like Dolezal's cancerous ass pock. Fuck off. Ah. And it's a non... It's a, it's a non-profit. How the fuck did you afford it? So now do we need to find out how much you were getting paid to do speaking events or something? What? How the fuck did you afford... You want to make Black America great again? Introduce them to Thomas fucking Soul. That's what you fucking do. God damn. God damn. Make Thomas Soul part of pu if you're gonna have public education, make Thomas Soul's curriculum fucking part of it. I swear to God. Ha. Huh. Shit. Current chair gay, oh the gay chair, said she was uh, said she was brought in to straighten out BLM's finances, even though she has bungled her own finances, having filed for bankruptcy in 2025, 2013, and 2016. Yeah, but was she was she really bankrupt, or was it, was it one of those like, oh, I can't pay the government or the people I owe money back? Uh oh, but she has all the money still. Either way, this is just a great endorsement for black-owned businesses everywhere. Um, Rod SDC, 
among a certain demographic, this is not seen as a crime or even an ethical. It's called getting paid as if it's an entitlement. Working the system to get what you what you think you are entitled to, not what you what an objective party like an employer or board of directors thinks you are worth. Yeah, it's like there's a certain culture that was uh, built largely by uh, you know, I was name a little a president you may have known named uh, President Johnson. He said a little quipped. Uh, what was that quipped he said? This is such a great thread. You should go check it out sometime. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. It's a bit on the older side of things, but it's great. I'll have these niggers voting Democrat for 200 years. Is what Lyndon B. Johnson was purported to have said about the Civil Rights Act and his new welfare program. The very same welfare program that has had black America suckling on the teat of the federal government and the Democrat Party, a.k.a. the Democrat Party that was formerly the Democrat slave-owning party. And then you got BLM out here. Doing everything they can to make sure black people continue to serve their slave masters. That's exactly what it's all boiled down to. Why why is it such a hustle and such a praise thing to gam to game and fuck with the system? Because it's what they were raised in. Bro. Too many people grew up listening to whack ass rap groups telling you that you gotta like defraud the government and you gotta get what you can get. And all that horse shit. Not enough people listening to Goody Mob or Slick Rick telling y'all to go get a job, work hard, don't fall into the fucking system. You know, Goody Mob, who's that creeping out my window? Ah, nobody. It's a good fucking song. All about the government wants you dead and indentured. And then you got Slick Rick, you got fucking bedtime stories. I'm talking about how you straight and narrow your soul gets cast. It's a great song. It's where he's telling two kids who, in the, who are in the song, like like his nephews, it's a banger. Telling them, don't do drugs, don't fall into the system, don't let the you know, don't don't get hooked on drugs, don't fall into bad friends, you know, get out get out of the hood, get money. And then you even got like the story of fucking OJ, bro. That's a great fucking banger that teaches you the same thing. Take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Like even then, that's the hustler's way to clean it. You don't even have that here. You just have brainwashed dipshit who grew up who grew up watching. Look, their grandparents were the first generation just to start a uh, first generation of Black America to start sucking that government tit for more money. They quit work and they quit travel and they retired early, and then they watched their moms and dads raised in that household, right? Grandparents, first generation, and the second generation came in. They're like, oh fuck, I just gained the system a little bit. Work, work, barely work here, work a little here. You know, game the system, get them food stamps. Oh, I can sell these food stamps. They create a fucking hustle. And then third generation, which is what Patrice is, right? You know what that is? That's a, I can just game the fucking system, bro. There's a reward, there's a point system, and if I fuck this bitch hard enough, I get the high score. And that's exactly what the fuck is going on. It's a shame. That's where the entitlement comes from because that's the fucking universe in which you come from. Look, I'm from a low-income area too, and I know just as many white people that fall into the same exact category I'm throwing Patrice into. And I'm not even really throwing Patrice into that, I'm throwing her generation into that because that was the first generation to really look at the fucking UBI system, or not UBI, but look at like the social care system and pretty much the, uh, the minority payment plans our government offers and uh, say, oh yeah, I'm gonna get as much of that as possible. How do I scam hard? And they call it hustling. Do you want to know what I call hustling? 
having uh, two jobs, <laughs> having two jobs, a podcast, being an elected representative. But that's just currently. Hypothetically speaking, in the past, three jobs and selling weed. And doing some minor, like, helping my buddy fix cars on the side to make a little bit of extra money if possible. You know what I mean? Allegedly. That's a fucking hustle. This is not a hustle. This is a fucking con job. A hustle is when, at most, you defraud one person. And even then, you can argue the eth- the eth- ethics of it, perhaps. Hustles aren't always inherently fucking dubious. But when you take millions of dollars from taxpayers, well, then it's not a hustle, it's a fucking scam. China, Russia, compromised Joe. You said among a certain, I would say Ukraine compromised Joe, but all right. Among certain demographics, this is not seen as a crime or even unethical. It's called getting paid as as if it's entitled. Like with many things of this sort, they, at who are they, by the way? I mean, I've cracked my jokes, but who are they, bruh? Uh, they, at least the ones at the top pushing it, don't really believe much of what they say. Their aim is to get their masses to believe it and to keep them suckling at the tit. Keep them statists. They couldn't care less about what the truth is. Politics for them is just the means for legalized stealing, gaining of wealth, gaining of great wealth, personal power and ego. How many large luxurious homes does Comrade Obama now own? One example of many. And last one we'll read, Janice Stapleton. Glad someone brought up Obama. When he went to the White House, he was worth around $4 million. Now in the devil, uh, now in the devil uh, on a pair, uh, what the hell? Now around $4 million, how in the devil, okay, how in the devil on a president's salary has he assessed, as he amassed millions? It just doesn't add up. Kind of like Hunter. He must have been on Hunter's payroll also. No, they have their own scams too. Like, for example, Josh Romney. He was in there with that Burisma ship. That never comes up. Josh Romney's son. He was up there working with Hunter Biden directly in Burisma. We don't ever talk about it. Fucking Mitt Romney told Joe Biden he had to run so that that, uh, Trump couldn't investigate. Right after. Right fucking after the phone call came out. And... Uh, Trump was asking about these America. Like, he asked about the broader the Vice News. It's archived on this channel because Vice News is dying. I archived. You can go watch it now. It's on my shit. Um, on all my platforms, by the way. Anyway, he was asking about these. Uh, you know, like who's this prosecutor getting fired? Can you look into that? Blah blah blah. Mitt Romney gets on the phone with Joe Biden. Says you have to fucking run for president. Quote. Then Obama's old rival got on the got to the point and said, "Quote, you have to run." Romney said. At one point, Biden connected with Mitt Romney, who'd been easily elected, who'd been easily elected to the Senate that night, as a rare Trump opposing Republican. They were uh, they were warm as Biden cheered Romney's win, according to the uh, according to the book. Then Obama's old rival got to the point and said, "You have to run." I've reported on this, I've covered this, I will leave a link to my episode about this in the description below, but for now, that is the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls, and I shall catch you guys later.
America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.